As you may or may not have heard, one of the most popular cryptocurrency hardware wallet providers, Ledger, suffered a data breach back in June of 2020. Unfortunately, this past Monday, December 21st, the leaked database was published to a public forum on the internet. Hello, I'm Crypto Casey, and in this video, we will cover everything you need to know about the Ledger data leak. We will talk about important things to understand about the situation, what happened, how to find out if you were affected, what to do if you were affected, how scammers will exploit the leaked data, and what we can all do going forward to avoid becoming a victim of data leaks in the future. My goal is by the end of this video, we will all feel calm, collected, and more prepared for navigating these situations we will inevitably continue to face in these modern times. Most of the information in this video was synthesized from a two-hour-long livestream featuring the legendary Andreas Antonopoulos, best-selling author, speaker, educator, and highly sought-after expert in Bitcoin and open blockchain technologies. Taylor Monahan, the founder of MyCrypto, who has watched attackers become increasingly creative in their attempts to steal, hack, con, and brute force crypto from unsuspecting people over the years. Jameson Lopp, the co-founder and CTO of Casa, who has worked on key management software for six years and focuses on building user-friendly self-custody solutions. And Peter McCormick, a filmmaker and the founder of What Bitcoin Did, a highly successful podcast about cryptocurrency. If you're interested in watching the entire live stream featuring these crypto dynamos, scroll down to the description area below to check it out. And before we get started, I just want to make it crystal clear that all the information and sentiments we discuss in this video are backed by leading industry experts in cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Awesome. So let's get started. First and foremost, an extremely important concept to understand is that Ledger does not have your private keys or 24-word wallet seed phrase. They do not have a database of cryptocurrency addresses, wallet phrases, wallet seeds, private keys, or any information that is generated and stored on your Ledger device. As we will discuss later in more detail, Ledger's sales and marketing databases were leaked. And these databases have absolutely zero correlation to the security of the material on your Ledger device. If you think back to when you first set up your Ledger device, if you purchased one from an official distributor and received an authentic device, You'll remember upon initializing the device to set up a new wallet, it prompted you to carefully record and store a series of 24 words, which is the private key, wallet phrase, wallet seed, whatever you prefer to call it. And the Ledger device generates that private key securely within the device offline. Ledger does not and cannot gain access to the private key from the device itself. And neither can anyone else ever, unless you give it to them over the phone, in a text message, in an email, fill out a web form online, or if someone steals the material you recorded the phrase on via physical theft, or if you store the phrase on a device connected to the internet, a hacker could digitally steal it. So before we proceed, please, please, please never, ever, ever, ever give your 24-word wallet phrase to anyone. And we will get into more details about how scammers will try and trick you into giving them your 24-word wallet phrase. Okay, now let's talk about what happened and what data was leaked. Approximately in May or June of 2020, Ledger's sales and marketing databases were leaked. It wasn't until June that the reports of the leak first started circulating. At that time, the database was circulated on various dark web hacker forums, listed for sale, and bought and sold several times. The leaked database affected anyone who signed up for Ledger's newsletter and or bought a Ledger device between March of 2018 and June of 2020. People who signed up for the newsletter had just their email addresses leaked, while people who bought devices had their names, 
email addresses, phone numbers, and mailing addresses leaked. So there were two different database leaks. The newsletter database leaked about 1.3 million email addresses, while the ledger device order fulfillment database affected around 270,000 customers. A few affected individuals started receiving emails, texts, and calls from scammers pretending to be Ledger's support team in an effort to steal their 24-word wallet phrase. So again, this issue first came to light back in June of this year. The new wrinkle in the situation that happened this past Monday, December 21st, is when a hacker with the database published it to public forums, basically giving any and everyone the ability to download it for free. So from June to late December, hackers had access to the data. And as of Monday, anyone has access to the data. And before the database was made public, it wasn't that simple to figure out if you were affected by the leak. Which brings us to our next topic, how to tell if you were affected by the data leak. Most people's first thought is to try and download the leaked database to check for their information. Do not do that. Trying to do that, you run the risk of downloading malware that could compromise your computer. But if you already tried to do that, relax and do a malware scan of your computer. You can scroll down to the description area below to download Malwarebytes for a free scan, which is my preferred and recommended malware protection solution. And at the time of this video recording, Malwarebytes is offering holiday savings of 40% on their premium cybersecurity and privacy protection services. So scroll down, check it out. Another reason you shouldn't download the database is depending on which country you reside in, there may be laws that make accessing and downloading stolen data illegal or a crime. So there are two super simple ways to find out if you were affected by the leak. One, you can go to haveibeenpwned.com, which you can access in the description area below. This is a website that collects data from leaks like the one Ledger experienced. By entering your email address in the field provided and clicking the pwned button, it will show you when your data was leaked and the source of the leak. However, it won't show you the specific data that was leaked. In order to see those details, you can check out the second option to investigate leaked information, which is intellex.io. If you conduct a search for your email address on this website, you will see the ledger leak here. And when you click on it, you can actually see what data was leaked about you. Okay, onto one of the more salient questions, what to do if you were affected by the data leak. First things first, relax. Take a deep breath and calm down. Because look, the way these scammers will exploit this data is by trying to make you scared, angry, and anxious with their ultimate goal of trying to make you do something hasty and irrational like giving up your 24 word phrase to someone posing as ledger support. In reality, the only thing you need to know and remember is never, ever, ever, ever give your 24 word wallet phrase to anyone that asks for it, not ever. So knowing and absorbing that, the next thing you need to do is think before acting. Scammers are going to be coming out of the woodwork and some of them are extremely creative and sophisticated, which we will discuss later. So before doing anything related to your wallet and this ledger data leak, use your noodle, use your brain, think, think again, then hit the books. Go online, do some research, watch videos of trusted crypto YouTubers, research, research, research. If you're going to be in this space as an investor, you need to get comfortable with the research aspect. Things change rapidly and drastically daily in crypto, so always research something you're experiencing before acting. A lot of times when dealing with these types of scenarios, not responding and not doing anything are almost always the best actions you can take, as the biggest risk everyone affected by the breach may encounter is a phishing scam. And this is where someone pretending to be Ledger sends you an email, text message, or calls you on the phone and tries to get you to send them your 24-word wallet phrase. And just to warn you, I'm going to keep belaboring this fact so it's ingrained in you and becomes a part of your being. 
Another thing people tend to do when they're spooked is panic and start trying to move around their crypto, either to hot wallets or, God forbid, back to the exchanges to store long term. If you are afraid that your ledger device is no longer safe, which is not true, but decide to move your cryptocurrency elsewhere, there is a real risk that in your panicked, fear-stricken hysteria, you make a mistake and lose all of your funds. Even if you successfully move your crypto from a safe, secure, dormant cold storage hardware wallet and put it in a hot environment like an exchange, computer, or cell phone connected to the internet, you still increase your risk of losing your funds. Another important concept to understand is in crypto, most of us are in a constant manic state, always searching for the next big opportunity to FOMO into, or the next big threat that could cause it all to come crashing down, and we try to act fast before everyone else. We are all trying to capitalize on crazy, new, hot opportunities immediately, and most of the time without thinking. And when something like this data leak happens, the best thing to do is pause and think, not take immediate action. Honestly, following the leak, if nobody did anything, nobody's funds would have been stolen at this point or lost. But with everyone freaking out, not fully understanding the situation or how cryptocurrency wallets function, scammers are having a field day stealing funds left and right. All of these potential attack vectors we will discuss require you to do something. And when you do, you risk losing your funds. Scammers cannot take your cryptocurrency. You actually have to give it to them in the form of your 24-word wallet phrase in the case of Ledger. All right, next, should you change your email address? Well, you can if you want and if it would make you feel better. However, spam filters work pretty well, and at the end of the day, if you use an email address over time, you should just come to terms with the fact that it's going to get leaked one way or another. Dealing with spam and phishing emails are an expected cost of doing business on the internet. So although it's not necessary, if it would make you feel less violated and more comfortable, Sure, you can create a new email address. And if you decide to create a new email address, I highly suggest checking out email providers like ProtonMail that prioritize security and privacy. You can access the correct and official ProtonMail site by using the link in the description area below. So new or old email addresses alike, you need to ensure you have a strong, unique password that you don't use anywhere else on any other accounts. Moving right along, should you change your phone number? No, not necessarily, but you do need to remove your cell phone number as a way to access or recover access to accounts you use associated with cryptocurrency, like exchanges, email accounts, bank accounts, and anything else related to financial account access. This includes using your cell phone with SMS text two-factor authentication. This is because scammers conduct something we will discuss later called SIM theft to steal your money and crypto. Instead of using SMS text messages as a form of two-factor authentication, you need to use mobile apps like Google Authenticator or Authy. And for even more increased security, I highly recommend you check out YubiKey devices to access accounts and two-factor authentication. Using the link to YubiKey in the description area below, you can access the correct and official site to learn more about their security products and how they lock down and protect all of your most important internet accounts. Awesome. Now that you know what you should do if you are affected by the data leak, let's talk about how scammers will exploit the leaked data to try and steal your funds. One of the biggest risks right now is SIM swapping, SIM theft, SIM hacking. And SIM swapping is when scammers hijack your phone number and redirect it to a new device with a different SIM card. So all of your text messages and phone calls get redirected to a different phone that the scammer has possession of. Meaning all of the two-factor SMS text messages to access your accounts go directly to the scammer. And if you've become a victim of SIM swapping, it can be really hard to know when it occurs if your phone is always connected to Wi-Fi. 
because messages and certain notifications can still come through. So you wouldn't know when a SIM swap has occurred until you go to make a phone call or you notice you're not receiving phone calls for a while or if you are off Wi-Fi and your cellular services aren't working at all. Scammers conduct SIM swapping by calling your cell phone provider over and over and over again, each time trying to get bits of information from the cell phone service support team to use for their next call. Eventually, they will glean enough information like your name, cell phone number, PIN number, etc., to convince your cell phone provider to redirect your phone number to a new device. But if a scammer is able to get away with SIM theft, they aren't going to be able to steal the crypto from your Ledger device. What they do is assume since you purchased a Ledger that you used your cell phone number to set up accounts with exchanges. Then they will use your hijacked cell phone number to try to reset the passwords to your exchanges to gain access and withdraw any funds from your accounts. And if you have a bank or card connected to the exchanges they hacked into, they will also drain those accounts to buy crypto and then withdraw that crypto into their own wallets as well. During that process, they can also become privy to what bank accounts you use, and with your hijacked phone number, will try to hack into your traditional bank accounts as well to initiate wire transfers or similar to steal your money. And that's not all. If they know your email address, they can try to log in and see all the accounts your email address is associated with and target those as well. So yeah, you can see how SIM theft is bad news. However, if you follow the advice I gave earlier to remove SMS text two-factor authentication from all of your accounts, and remove your phone number as an account recovery source, you won't run into this issue. Another way scammers will exploit the leaked data is by phishing and spear phishing attacks. General phishing is when you receive a generic message via email, telegram, or text that says something like, hey, there's been a ledger hack and you need to enter your 24 word wallet phrase on this website to secure your funds. And y'all already know, if you've been listening up to this point, Giving your 24-word wallet phrase is a one-way ticket to Wrecked City. Kiss all your crypto goodbye if you give someone else your 24-word wallet phrase or private key. Sayonara crypto! Next, we have spear phishing, which is a more targeted and personalized form of phishing, where a scammer may address you by name, mention businesses you may be affiliated with, or maybe they become privy to your Amazon order history and reference something specific that you bought. All in all, these messages are far more pointed and convincing. In both phishing and spear phishing attacks, the bait they use to hook you is a mix of fear and greed. These messages are designed to instill you with fear and include language like, your ledger device has become corrupted or compromised and we have detected unusual activity. Visit this link to confirm you have control over your ledger device. Then they get you there and it says, your ledger has been compromised. And the website will try to walk you through a fake recovery process with the end goal of submitting your 24 word wallet phrase into a form. Another fear-inducing message scammers will use is, we've detected a large withdrawal from your ledger. You have 24 hours to respond before we make this transaction valid. At the end of the day, no matter what messages or correspondence scammers use to communicate with you, they are always after your wallet phrase. So even if you've been strung along by scammers, so long as you do not provide them with your wallet seed phrase, your funds are safe. Because no one can seize your money or remotely disable your ledger device. That's the point of these decentralized systems and wallet devices. Instead, scammers create websites that look identical to Ledger or other official entities to make you think you're accessing the correct and official site. This is why it's so important to double and triple check the URLs you're accessing when using the internet while engaging in financial activity. Also look for accented letters because sometimes instead of using a regular letter like E, for example, and the word Ledger, 
They will buy a domain with an accented E with a small line over it to trick you. When accessing a site, also make sure the site is using a secure sockets layer, which is denoted by the HTTPS protocol instead of the HTTP in the URL. All of these tips I mentioned are reasons why I supply the links to all of the sites I mentioned in my videos in the description area below for you to access. And once you are at the correct site, always bookmark the page and only access that website using your bookmark to ensure you are always accessing the correct and official site. Another tactic scammers use is playing on people's greed. They will send messages like, lucky winner, you have a large incoming transaction, kind of like those old Nigerian prince scams, with the goal in the end being to get your wallet phrase. A good rule of thumb is to rarely trust emails because email addresses are so easy to spoof. Scammers will send you emails from email addresses that look like they are contacting you from, let's say, Ledger Support or even crypto educators like myself. So if you receive an email with any links or attachments, never click on the links and never download the attachments. Scammers taking advantage of the Ledger leak are emailing people messages like, Ledger has been compromised and a new version of Ledger Live needs to be installed immediately. Please click on the link to update your Ledger Live software now. Never ever trust an email with a link to update any software ever. It could either be malware or a means to get you to reveal your wallet seed phrase. Instead, always go to the correct and official site, hopefully stored in your bookmark folder, then navigate to the page where they keep all of their software updates. You can also open the Ledger Live software if it's already installed on your computer, and in the top right-hand corner, there are notifications when an update is available. So you can safely upgrade Ledger Live that way as well. Awesome. One last type of phishing that may start happening due to the leak of some mailing addresses is postal phishing. So scammers might start creating very official looking letters and documents pretending to be the IRS or FBI or similar, stating that you owe the IRS thousands of dollars and they're going to send the police, they're going to evict you, they're gonna call loans you have due, they're gonna put you in jail or whatever to try to instill fear in you to try to get you to mail them a check, send them a wire, from your bank account or even maybe send them cryptocurrency to an address they include in the letter. So be mindful of that and watch out for that potential type of phishing scam. Probably the thing people are most fearful of from the leak of mailing addresses is physical attacks. And I don't wanna downplay this fear, but I will put it into perspective. This is an extremely low risk scenario for a few reasons. One, the leaked database had 1.3 million email addresses. And thinking back to the aforementioned scams involving scammers simply sending emails, text messages, these types of scams actually have an extremely high conversion rate and pose way less risk to the scammer. They can steal a ton of money without leaving their house and putting their own lives at risk for an unknown amount of money. If they go to some random person's house where a ledger device was mailed to, they have no clue if that person bought it for themselves or for someone else. And if the ledger device was there, they don't even know if there's any crypto on it and they most certainly have no idea how much crypto they are putting their lives at risk over. The risk of physically going to someone's house to steal an unknown amount of crypto isn't worth it, especially when you can make way more money doing sim swapping and phishing attacks that don't put you at risk at all. These facts make the likelihood of physical attacks quite small. Also, a random person is the least likely person to carry out a physical attack on you. You are far more likely to be physically attacked by someone you know or are connected to, like a friend of a friend or some crazy whacked out cousin that has a drug addiction and gambling problem. Since the inception of crypto, there have only been around 60 reported physical attacks. 
but the majority of them involved people meeting up face-to-face -face for large amounts of cash to crypto in-person transactions. People with the most risk of becoming a victim of physical attack are going to be outliers, like someone prominent in the crypto space, someone that engages in risky activity like face-to-face cash-to-crypto deals, or if you are someone living in a low-income, low-security area, flaunting your wealth, being flashy, telling everyone about your crypto, parking your Lambo in the driveway, and just generally being an idiot. Online or offline, if you are flaunting your wealth in an arrogant or cocky manner, you are more likely to become a target for a physical attack. So there are a couple of ways you can mitigate against a home burglary. One, if someone stole your ledger device, they wouldn't be able to steal your funds. This is because the device requires a pin code, and so long as you don't have your pin code sitting around in an open, obvious location, like right next to the device, your funds are fine. In the end, it's the 24-word phrase you need to protect and secure. And putting your 24-word wallet phrase in a safe in your house is a way more obvious location to a burglar than hiding it in a decoy like a book or a fake bottle in your fridge or something similar. However, the best and most secure way to store your 24-word phrase is not in your house at all. People that have significant amounts of cryptocurrency or are just serious in general about securing their cryptocurrency investments do not store any of their private keys in their home, in their office, or any address linked or associated with them at all. They do not have easy access to their cryptocurrency wallet phrases or private keys whatsoever. So the best and most secure way to store your cryptocurrency would be on several steel plates located in several places around the world. Steel specifically is the best metal to use because it's more resistant to melting, tarnishment, and other types of degradation that other metals are susceptible to. These places can be safety deposit boxes around the world, which generally only cost $100, $150 a year at banks or credit unions. Other places include high security facilities with vaults, armed guards, and biometric requirements to access your items. So by storing all of your cryptocurrency wallet seeds in this manner, a burglar looking to commit a physical attack better bring a suitcase and be ready to hop on a plane if they stand any chance at stealing your cryptocurrency. So if you go the extra distance and get your private key or wallet phrase completely out of your house and somewhere secure, you mitigate the risk of losing your funds from placing it somewhere in your house, office, or whatever. You mitigate the risk of losing your funds from a fire, flood, or other act of God. And you mitigate the risk of someone flat out stealing your funds using your wallet phrase. One last thing about physical attacks. If you unfortunately become an outlier and are physically attacked by someone, and you have access to your cryptocurrency in that moment, you are way better off giving them your crypto than losing your life over it. Don't get killed over crypto. Your life is far more valuable than any amount of money. If someone physically breaks into your house to steal cryptocurrency, especially here in the United States, they are probably batshit insane. A lot of people in the United States have guns and not, not just pistols. Oh no, I'm talking shotguns, assault rifles. Most people are packing some serious heat. So if some random person is willing to risk their life to try and steal an unknown amount of crypto, they are crazy. Just let them have it if it's between that and losing your life. Okay, on to the next concept that is important to understand. We all need to accept the fact that data leaks are a part of everyday life and will continue to be in this modern world we live in. And if you've been in the crypto space a while, you know a data leak such as this is not a rare phenomenon. For example, about six years ago, the same thing happened to BTCE, which was a big popular exchange at the time. It's also happened to a few smaller crypto exchanges since then. 
So if you are here interacting within the crypto space with exchanges, wallet providers, forums, etc., your information is stored on a database and is at risk of being leaked. Ledger is not the last company in this space that is going to get hacked. That's a fact. A data leak such as this could have happened to anyone, not just in crypto. Anyone that has a newsletter, anyone who sells physical products on the internet to mail to customers, basically each and every form on the internet that requires you to enter information is at risk of being leaked. So it can absolutely happen to other hardware wallet manufacturers as well as any other person, company, project, or entity. Yes, we can find faults, we can place blame, and there are things that could've, should've, and maybe would've been done, but the reality is no company is really excluded from becoming a victim of a situation like this, which is important for all of us to be conscious of. Because it's impossible to store data with 100% security guarantee on the internet. Sure, companies can collect information and take measures to purge it as soon as possible, but purging information from the internet is not a quick, efficient, or even permanent process. Some experts argue that purging data from the internet is a nearly impossible feat, depending. No database is completely secure. If there is information valuable enough on the internet somewhere, hackers will absolutely go after it. So instead of placing blame on these companies that collect personal data that get breached, it's more important to talk about how we as individuals can protect ourselves and avoid becoming a victim of something like this. So what can we do going forward to avoid becoming a victim of a data leak? One, you can use an email address that doesn't reveal your identity, like a handle you've never used anywhere else before that doesn't include your name, nicknames, years, locations, or anything that would link the email address to you. And when filling out forms where an email address is not important for the future, you can use services like Mailinator that allow you to use disposable email addresses. Two, you can opt to use burner phone numbers and humanless cellular service providers to avoid SIM swapping. Quacker.io is a service that allows you to use a secure temporary phone number instead of your real phone number on the internet. And Ifani is a service that provides a secure cell phone plan that guarantees protection against SIM hacking encrypts your personal information, and provides you with $5 million worth of insurance coverage. Or you can also choose to use humanless cellular service providers like Google, which also protect against SIM hacking. Cool. Three, use PO boxes for mailing addresses instead of your home, office, or any physical address you reside for any long length of time. And four, use fake names. On anything not important like your Pizza Hut account, on forums, newsletters, when buying products that will just get mailed to you, use a fake name. Simple as that. And the last thing we will cover in this video, should Ledger hardware wallets still be used? Yes, they should. I use Ledger and I will continue to use Ledger. I've been a victim of a data leak from Adobe back in 2013. I still use them. LinkedIn in 2016, I still use them. Canva, May of 2019, I still use them. Why? Because data theft is a part of everyday life. It's unfortunate, but it's reality. You can comment all you want if you feel the need that I'm partial to Ledger and promote them for my own gain. Because it's not true. I buy Ledgers all the time. I give them away to my closest friends and my family. I recommend Ledger and I give them away to loved ones because they offer a great hardware wallet device that's awesome for beginners and experts alike. Feel free to disagree. Just know that it's not just me you're disagreeing with. You're also disagreeing with Bitcoin, blockchain, legend, Andreas, Antonopoulos. Louder for the people in the back? Yes. Andreas, Antonopoulos, Bitcoin, blockchain, legend. 
most of these companies are really doing the best they can. And as far as hardware wallets go, Ledger devices are extremely well designed, they are safe, and Ledger Live has the best user interface of any wallet currently available. At the end of the day, Ledger going under for something like this would not be good for the cryptocurrency space at large. Because as one of the most prominent cryptocurrency hardware wallet providers, having them around fosters healthy competition between other hardware wallet providers, which makes all of our investments safer in the long run. We should continue to support and promote Ledger because I'm sure it prompted all of the competition to take extra measures and precautions to mitigate something like this from happening to them. Mistakes and failures like the Ledger data leak are what drive innovation and progress. So they should be handled with support and not disdain or outrage. In crypto, there is a part of our community that can be overly hostile, aggressive, and have a take them down mentality when a person, company, or project makes a mistake. But again, this is how growth, progress, and innovation are achieved through these failures. This is how the hardware wallet market stays vibrant, competitive, and cutting edge. Crypto is an extremely new, innovative, and dynamic space. And almost every day, there will be something else to be afraid of. It's just the nature of the beast. It's the opportunity cost associated with high risk, high reward investments like cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. So don't abandon your hardware wallet because it's still the most secure device that you have. The ledger you have sitting on your desk right now, I assure you, is perfectly safe. It's a tamper-proof, high security device that is well designed. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time to watch this video. If you learned something, please make sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel for more crypto content. So did I ease your mind over the Ledger data leak? Are you going to take the privacy and security of your own personal data into your own hands? Or are you just gonna freak out when you are affected by a data leak again? Which will happen, I guarantee it. Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.